Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode I think today is going to be a little bit different in terms of something a little bit more casual, conversational. I like to mix these episodes in every once in a while because I like to just kind of sit down and chat through themes in my life. That's really what we're going to be discussing today. I posted this on Patreon the other day about how every month I try my best. It doesn't happen every month, but I guess I should say when I remember and when it feels relevant, I don't necessarily have to go with the arbitrary marker of month to month. I just sometimes like to do that. But when it feels relevant, I like to sit down and reflect on some themes that are coming up. And today I want to share those themes because I imagine if I'm experiencing them, other people are too. And It kind of ties into some of the things that I've been talking about here for the last few weeks, especially surrounding this idea of experimentation and trying different ways of being. And this all ties into my human design and besides that, just how I feel really resonates with me, a way of being that really resonates with me, which is to essentially live life like an experiment experiment with different ways of being, see what works, and kind of collect and gather data on how I am wired and how I live most efficiently and in a way that allows me to experience ease and pleasure and enjoyment and fulfillment and to kind of report back to you on my findings. One little housekeeping thing before we get into it is if you're a regular listener to this podcast then you are more than likely familiar with the manifestation quiz. I've also referred to it as the manifestation clarity quiz. Part of me has been playing around with the idea of changing the name because to me it is more about creating your desired reality and learning about what that looks like and it really goes hand in hand with the design your character template. So I had done a whole series a little while ago, a three-part series on the manifestation quiz and really on that whole process, the three-part process. So if you haven't listened to that, you can go back and listen to it. But the reason I'm bringing this up now is because I intuitively felt like I wanted to update it specifically to match more the languaging and the methodology, if you will, of design your character so that they would be really good tools to use side by side. So that's really just a side note. If you are a patron, then you already have that quiz for free. All you need to do is click on the link and you'll already have the updated version. If you are not, then you can either purchase the quiz or there is a free version available, which is basically a preview of the quiz. All right, so moving into today's episode, I wanted to share some of the themes that are coming up for me in my life, what I'm focusing on. I generally find that if I have some 
themes to kind of ground into and focus on, it allows me to be a little bit more centered as opposed to if I'm trying to kind of work on a bunch of different things at once or focus on a bunch of different things at once, that just doesn't work for me. And in the design your character process, there's this part of the experience with respect to selecting the characteristics that you want to embody of your desired reality character, in which I recommend honing in on one to two characteristics to focus on at a time. So this is kind of what I'm sharing is what that looks like for me right now, what those characteristics are, and it usually has something to do with things that are causing me tension or friction or just themes that are coming up that I want to bring a little bit more awareness to. I say this a lot, but I'm going to reiterate that the way that I like to, I guess, design my character, design my reality and really reflect upon things is in a segmented way. And what I mean by that is I like to think of each category of my life as being kind of its own segment and to reflect on one at a time. Now, what I will say is that, of course, the lessons and the adaptations that I make in one category, so for example, career and finances, will, of course, carry over to other categories. It's not like they're isolated, but it does help me to ground into one and to be able to be mindful of one and to be able to focus on that. And so for me right now, my biggest focus, I've mentioned this probably hundreds of times on this podcast, is career and finance. Why is that? Why is that my biggest focus? It's because I felt the most out of alignment in that area. It seems to have caused me the most tension and the most kind of inner turmoil to reflect upon how I orient myself to my career and finances. And there also seems to be so much that I'm unlearning with respect to those areas. The other thing too is that when it comes to career and finances with the chapter of life that I'm in, the general assumption is that you're spending the majority of your time doing it. So for me, it was really important to be able to design what that would look like for me and I find that when I come into a space of being intentional about designing an area of my life I'm less susceptible to programming that doesn't match my own values and so I've been really bringing a lot of awareness to this and it's not as though I've been wholeheartedly focused on my career and nothing else one of the really important aspects of my career is to have the flexibility to be able to spend time with friends, family, loved ones, etc. So being able to focus on this area doesn't mean that I'm not creating space for anything else in my life. In fact, it's actually been the opposite experience. That's kind of besides the point. What I really want to focus on is the three areas that I honed in on, specifically this month, that were brought forth by some lessons that I learned last month and some reflections that I learned last month. So I have mentioned before in the design your character process how I typically decide which characteristics I want to focus on embodying is through three major ways. So the first is seeing characteristics in others that you wish you have. The second is seeing or experiencing firsthand an undesired characteristic and desiring the opposite. So basically you have that contrast of something that you don't want, which causes you to identify what you do want. And then third is 
having personally experienced a characteristic you want more of. So maybe you see something in yourself that you hadn't really noticed about yourself and wanting to kind of amplify that characteristic. So the characteristics that we'll be talking about today are mainly brought forth by contrast, meaning that I've experienced the opposite very intensely this past month and that's caused me to reflect upon whether or not that feels like a sustainable way of being and a desirable way of being and when the answer is no how can I open up to a more expansive experience that is more pleasurable and more satisfying and feels more in alignment and in harmony with who I am and what I desire. I'm going to give a bit of backstory to how the themes that we'll be discussing today came about. And I had mentioned this in a previous episode about how last month, my theme and my focus was to play around with this concept of ease. And specifically this idea that if I relax, I can still be magnetic. I can still make income in a passive way. I don't always need to be, you know, initiating and working hard. And I kind of have this attachment to me putting in an hour or me putting in a specific amount of energy and receiving that back. And what I've started to notice is that can be very limiting versus the expansiveness of being able to put in a certain amount of time or energy or effort and then being able to see that multiplied in the way it comes back to you and I've really started to reshape my thinking with this specifically with social media and also with creating digital products that allow you to earn passive income so it's been a really interesting experience to be able to unlearn that the only way or the only model of earning income is to trade for example one hour of effort for a certain amount of money that for me has been really interesting to experiment with and explore and expand upon and see how the limits of that model can be flexible and how we can start to integrate new ways of being and more sustainable ways of being for our own energy, especially when it comes to cycles of energy. And something I've really noticed within myself is that when you are not necessarily the most consistent energetically and that I have times where I can create so much so quickly and so efficiently to other times where that feels almost impossible to even get myself into that state of being and so I've talked before about how my objective was really to start to learn about ways of being and ways of working and ways of earning money that actually met up and lined up with the more cyclical way of being. So with that being said I always kind of like to take things to the next level to play around with them a little bit more. So I thought, what if I just tried to experiment with not really trying to initiate anything for myself in August and just see what happens? Now, what I will say is I don't think I would be able to do this from a mental health perspective, from a nervous system perspective, if I didn't have savings. I think there are some people that could. There are some people that have that really really deep trust in the process and you know I commend you I'm not there yet I don't know if I ever will be I've noticed something that is true for where I'm at right now and what my character needs is to have savings just as a buffer 
to be able to take those breaks and to be able to take those pauses. So going into August, it's not like I had zero dollars in my bank account. I had savings, but I wanted to experiment with this idea that I could relax and still earn income and still be well-resourced. This period is coinciding with the launch of Design Your Character, which has been a really kind of prominent launch in the course of the last year it's gotten the most attention out of any launch and so again I felt comfortable in the way that that was going and also just parallel success happening on social media and things kind of gaining a little bit more momentum my podcast I just got my first paycheck from my podcast and I don't say any of this to brag I'm setting the scene here for if I didn't really have all these things in place would I necessarily make this same experiment probably not so I just really wanted to kind of establish off the bat that I didn't do this with you know nothing to back me up and that's not something that I really feel comfortable doing yet but I took most of August off took it off from the podcast. I pre-recorded everything. I took it off from my freelancing work. And the only thing I was really doing was posting on social media, but I only had really one brand partnership last month. It was a really big milestone though for me because from a financial perspective, it was one of the best months that I've had since going self-employed. So I would say a pretty interesting experiment. And as I said, I only share this to report back on my findings. And if at all you're feeling called towards integrating this type of you know experimental way of being specifically with things like money I want to share a little bit more about what that process has looked like and some of the insights over the last month that have been really powerful. Something I will say is that I like to share insights and reflections in real time. You will very much probably be able to pick up on the episodes that I've really sat with for a long time and my methodology or my process has been one that has grown over time but something about me that I am pretty unapologetic about and I think is healthy to encourage is that my perspective and my ideas are always evolving so even with the manifestation quiz I put it out there and then there were a lot of things about it that I wanted to change and so I took it offline I you know worked on it a little bit and it'll probably continue to change and continue to evolve as will design your character and that's a way of being that I feel most satisfied with right now and so when I share these insights and perspectives I'm sharing them in real time and knowing that my perspective will likely change and I'll probably have more to sort of report back on in the future. I share this story about having the month off while still feeling financially resourced and supported because it really helps to lay the foundation of the themes that I've identified for my character for this month. And I always start off with kind of pillars to build my character around. So in other words, core values, something that's really important to where I'm at right now in relation to the category that I'm focusing on. So As I mentioned, my focus is career and finances and the three core values or pillars that I'm building my character around are freedom, 
magnetic abundance, and ease. So I'll kind of talk through what each of those mean and then I'll get into the specific characteristics or themes that I'm focusing on this month. So starting off very generally, for me, freedom is the ability to decide how I'm going to spend my time and energy, to reconnect with my sense of curiosity, creativity, inspiration, to have the work that I do and the way that I work be a reflection of me to be able to spend time with friends and family when I want without having to worry about booking time off, and then to finally have the financial freedom to do things without constantly worrying about money. Okay, so the next one is magnetic abundance. And I know this is these are two words that get thrown around a lot. The reason I put this in here is because I felt like the first half of me being self-employed was just me grinding my gears and really not getting anywhere. I really started to open up to this idea of being magnetic and attracting the opportunities that I wanted to have and attracting the experiences that I wanted to have and attracting the audience that I wanted to engage with by simply just being myself. And of course, responding to opportunities that present themselves but not always feeling like I have to do it all by myself and like it's always all about being in that doing energy. So I'll explain a little bit more about what this means to me. So magnetic abundance is this idea that opportunities, money, people, community, they flow to me easily and This gives me the opportunity to build my desired reality in its fullest expression while still remaining connected to myself to be able to experience the full breadth of pleasure, joy, freedom, and connection that I feel I came here to experience. And then the last theme, which kind of ties into the other two, is ease. So being able to work in a way that comes naturally to me, and also to be able to remove myself from this competition to have the hardest job or the hardest work or be the hardest working and to disconnect myself from feeling like the only way to receive validation is to be in that competition if that makes sense it's something that I've really noticed showing up on social media and you know elsewhere in society is this competition for whoever has the most difficult career and not feeling like I need to participate in that and not feeling like I need to get my sense of validation from that so those core values are really at this time, the pillars of my character, the building blocks of my character. And then I go down and I create characteristics that are based upon these core values. Now, you can swap them out at any point if you start to feel like one is kind of second nature and you don't necessarily even need to think about it. But these are areas that I have struggled with in the past. And so I'm still kind of working through them. So I always like to identify my characteristics, the specific ones, because they help me to actually know what it would be like to embody this core value. So it kind of starts off by thinking about how does the character living out this core value think, speak, act, behave, relate to others, make decisions, spend their time. And so I kind of like to start the... I write it in bullet points. I like to start it off with the person that I aim to be and then complete the sentence. I like to use experiences that are happening to me and opportunities in my environment as a way to define the character that I want to play. So what that means is that I'm never going to arrive at some final version and 
sit back and be like, okay, I'm done. Well, at least I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe it will. But I think opportunities in my environment can reflect back to me what's not working, what's still creating tension, what I want to play around with, and what I want to experiment with. Because it's not all about things that are frustrating that you need to change. It could just be, I want to play around with this way of being for a bit. I want to try on this way of being. And so I had mentioned that I wanted to get into the specific themes that have come up for me in the last month as a result of this experiment that I ran of taking some time off work. So these are very much connected to the themes we just discussed of freedom, magnetic abundance, and ease. I wrote down in my notes app a couple of weeks ago this question of how do I wait? And what this really means to me, I wanted to explore the type of energy that I bring to the experience of waiting. So let's say I launch something, I launch a product, and I'm waiting to see how people respond to it. Becoming aware of that energy in those moments and how that informs my experience with it. So in the past, I would say that I've quite often filled this space in of waiting with anxiety, with thinking things aren't going to work out, with self-doubt, with criticism, with micromanaging. And all of these behaviors that I started to notice were extremely unpleasant and were kind of pushing the thing that I wanted away from me. So designing my character in a way that is more geared towards waiting with trust and assurance, knowing that I'm safe, knowing that I'm provided for, specifically letting go of the how and when of how things are going to turn out, when they're going to turn out, and allowing myself to reconnect with the excitement of not knowing and not feeling like there's anything to be anxious about when I don't know how things are going to play out. I quite often feel if things aren't happening as quickly as I would like or in the way that I would like that I have to jump in and take over and get back into control and you know re-engaging in that sort of desperation energy of things aren't happening fast enough things aren't going fast enough and I always like to remind myself of growing a garden in this case and reminding myself of that experience of attending to the garden but not overwatering it or not neglecting it altogether so trying to find that right balance of recognizing that there is a part that I play and there is an a quality of attention that I can bring to the experience, but to actually enjoy the experience of passing the control to another entity. In in this case, we're referring to the universe, universal intelligence, or whatever you want to refer to it as. But there is that aspect of the how and when things happen, when we're waiting for them to happen, when we've taken that first step, and being very mindful of the attention that we bring and the quality of attention and the quality of awareness that we bring to the experience of waiting. So something that's kind of interesting that happens when I start to identify these characteristics that I want to hone in on is I become more aware of things in my environment that are nudging me towards that new way of being. So I'll read something, for example, that is very much lined up to that way of being and I will read about um, human design quite often and I came across this quote about being a manifesting generator which is my human design 
and it said the reward for being patient and responding to life is that you will get your unique life responding naturally to the flow of life coming to you as a manifesting generator is ultimately the most efficient and satisfying way that your energy can be used generators usually initiate action because they are fearful that nothing will happen otherwise and that is the trap that enslaves them If the generator has the courage to wait, they will quickly learn that this fear is unfounded. So this was fascinating to me that I read this almost immediately after setting this intention of being mindful of how I wait. And the word initiate is very interesting to me because I've been reflecting on that a lot on the difference in what it feels like to initiate versus to respond. Being mindful of the fact that we're all different and... Some people probably feel at their best when they are initiating things. Reading this just made me reflect upon how I feel so much more at ease and so much more like I'm flowing with life when I'm allowing myself to respond versus initiate. And I never really understood what that meant when I first started to read about it. But I think what it means is, you know creating space for inspiration to come through rather than always feeling like I need to create it out of nothing creating space for ideas opportunities people community connections to come through rather than always feeling like I need to be the one to go out and make that happen and at times this made me feel like it wasn't a very powerful place to be in if you're just waiting for things to happen but I actually think it's about being a powerful attractor or magnet for the things that you want to happen and so this is really what I am experimenting with it's a very different way of being for me because I'm very used to kind of going out and getting things and trying to make things happen for myself but what I've noticed is I've started to kind of feel a little bit burnt out by always operating from that place so it's not to say I'm going to fully sit back cross my arms and just do nothing for the month but I want to see what it's like to start to lean into that responding energy and see what it's like to let go of that initiating energy all of the time. Like I said, this is an experiment. I might come back to you next month and say, yeah, that didn't work. I'm going to go back to my old way of being, but we'll see how it evolves. We'll see how it goes and so that's kind of the first theme that I'm focusing on at the moment. The next theme presents a very different way of looking at money than I've been used to in the past, but it feels like a big breakthrough that I've been waiting for and it feels like a reframe in relation to money that I had never really thought of before, but that feels really good right now and so I'm really enjoying exploring that. Now, this was brought forth by listening to a podcast with Jaleesa Cypress, who I love, I follow, I'm one of her patrons, and I'll leave the link for that podcast in the show notes. But one thing that they were discussing on the episode was thinking about being sort of in a relationship with things in your life, not just with money, but being in a relationship rather than having that sort of attachment to it. And when they were talking about this, I started to think about myself 
and the relationship that I have with money and what that would look like if it were a person and what it would look like if I were in a relationship with money. Would it be a relationship that I wanted to be in? And what would my attachment style be like? What would the dynamic be like? I very quickly realized that the relationship that I've had with money thus far is really not one that I would want to be in. And so I sat down and thought to myself that I was basically going to break up with my relationship with money as I've experienced it thus far in life. And this isn't about blaming money or blaming myself. It's about recognizing that the way that I was operating up until that point was not working for me and so just like a relationship there is opportunities to take a step back and identify what you do want what you do want your relationship to look like and then moving forward and seeking out that type of dynamic so when I started thinking about this I also started thinking about how I also had a very similar experience with dating and with relationships with people where specifically with intimate partners where there was a significant period of my life in which I felt a certain way about relationships which I eventually got to a breaking point and realized was not working for me or for the other person and it was not a way that I wanted to move forward with my life. I would have rather have been single then have continued to put myself in these positions where I was so unhappy. I felt like I wasn't valued. I felt like I was just desperate for just a bit of attention from that person. And it was this hot, cold dynamic. I didn't feel like I could fully be myself. All of these things that essentially are rooted in this anxious attachment style of almost feeling unworthy of having that person so you grasp so tightly and push that person away and eventually getting to a point where I fully recognize that that dynamic was repeating itself in every single relationship that I was in and having taken a break from that experience taking a step back identifying what it was that I wanted to actually feel and to experience and to design that experience less focused upon the actual person itself more focused upon the dynamic and how I wanted to be in the relationship when I was in this relationship pattern it was really hard for me to picture myself getting out of it to picture myself with a partner that valued me valued my time was not you know I wasn't having to compete for attention that was respectful that you know, all of these qualities that I was looking for and all of these dynamics that I was desiring, it was really hard for me to actually picture myself in that situation. Whereas now being in that situation, and I don't want to give off the impression that my relationship is perfect, but in the ways that I was looking for in terms of being valued, being respected, feeling a very reciprocal amount of effort and desire and feeling like we're a team and not feeling like I'm competing for attention or you know competing for who's right who's wrong 
getting to that dynamic now I can't picture myself the way that I was before I can't picture myself ever you know being in that place again so I like to think of that same shift as being possible with my relationship with money and something that I've always liked to do is to kind of copy and paste lessons and you know processes or strategies that have worked in areas of my life that I feel really good about and kind of apply those to areas where I'm feeling a little bit more out of alignment with. So I'm thinking about approaching my relationship with money in the same way that I approached my personal relationships, which was basically to go through this kind of breakup process, not necessarily with someone else, but with almost myself and almost a certain way of being within myself to break up with the parts of me that are like desperate for someone to finally say that they accept me or desperate for that attention and to focus on what I bring to the table and to value myself first and to see that this is a reciprocal relationship and I almost see when I started to reflect on this, and again, this is growing, I almost see money as being this vessel for my pleasure in that it, this sounds weird when I'm saying it out loud, but again, my 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 theories don't always make sense, but maybe this will make sense once I have some sort of insight in the future. So Right now, kind of how I think about it is money is kind of a part of the universe that wants to experience life and you are the vehicle through which it experiences life. And ultimately, it wants to be able to experience pleasure and, you know, an expansive experience to be able to see more, to be able to do more and to be able to, yeah, just have this expansive pleasurable experience. And so I kind of think is of this as this mutual mutually beneficial relationship where the more that I can receive and be open to money the more that I can experience pleasure and experience that expansiveness and contribute that to others as well and so that's kind of where I'm at right now with respect to what that relationship will look like but the theme that I'm trying to articulate right now is very much about breaking up with that version of my relationship with money that was ultimately not one that I wanted to carry forward and not one that felt good and felt supportive and that I really wouldn't want to be in a relationship with if it were a person. Okay, and then the last theme that I want to discuss is this idea of creativity and inspiration. So I mentioned earlier in the episode about this idea of cyclical like living life in a cyclical way and something I've noticed about my ideas and inspiration and creativity is that it is very cyclical and I really I've had this reflection before but it's something that in the last month was really causing me a lot of tension and so it was clear to me that I needed to focus a little bit more on it is trusting again this comes back to the waiting piece trusting in the times that I'm feeling low on energy don't have a lot of inspiration don't have a lot of creativity trusting that that cycle will come back and that I will reach that kind of upswing again and I think of this as seasonality 
when we're in winter and everything's kind of dead and cold and dark, we know that summer's coming. We just know it because that's the way the cycles work. And being able to establish that type of relationship with my creativity, realizing that it's actually necessary for these regenerative cycles to happen, in other words, necessary for me to honor and value the times where I don't have ideas, when I'm not inspired, just as much as I value the times where I am. Because ultimately, if we remove the kind of capitalism lens and we just think about the cyclical nature of ideas there really isn't anything wrong with being in that low low energy low inspiration point if we apply the lens of capitalism of course there's this pressure to always be pumping out content and creating and having new ideas and inspiration but I think for me that's a great recipe for burnout so I have to remove that lens and think about how I can set myself up so that even when I'm in those low points, I still feel safe and supported and resourced. Okay, so those are the themes that I'm focusing on at the moment. I want to summarize because I feel like I've jumped around a bit. So how I start to design my character is through experiences that I'm having as being opportunities to define my character, whether that's personal characteristics that I'm wanting to experience more of or contrast meaning seeing things that I don't like in myself or others that I want the opposite or seeing characteristics in others that I do desire. So being able to be shown those things and from there to be able to shape my character around that. Now I always like to start off with a category to focus on. I find that really helps to ground me. So in this episode we discussed career and finances category and then I start to build my character around a few pillars or core values. So I am building my character currently around freedom, magnetic abundance, and ease. Now if you want a little bit of support with finding some of those core values or keywords, you can use part one of the manifestation quiz and that's available in the preview so it's free. So then from there, I have these core values, these themes, and I start to identify the specific characteristics that I want to hone in on and that I want to focus on embodying, usually focusing on one or two at a time so that it doesn't become overwhelming. This month and for the foreseeable future, the themes that I'm focusing on are bringing awareness to how I wait and practicing patience and trust and removing any anxiety I have in that waiting period. The second is bringing awareness to my relationship with money and sort of breaking up with that former relationship that I had that was very anxiously attached. And then the third theme is ideas and honoring the cyclical nature of ideas and allowing myself to see just as much value in the low points as I do in the high points. So yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope that you enjoyed. If you're going through the design your character process, I hope this that this was helpful. I've started to see, I've started to receive, I should say, quite a few DMs and even seen a TikTok about basically people using the design your character template, which is so surreal to see and so exciting that it's been useful to you and that you're enjoying the process and more than anything that it's 
been a fun way to look at life and hearing that feedback makes me so happy and I also just want to say that I'm so grateful to receive beautiful messages about what this podcast means to you and the fact that people are you know using it as their go-to thing to listen to on a walk is so cool to me because that's honestly one of my favorite things to do too so means a lot that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a really great rest of your day and I will see you next week.